up, everyone, and welcome back to the Straight Talk Podcast. I am your host, as always, SES Vince. Joining me here today is my co-host from the Smack and Raw Podcast. We're going to be here talking some Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond, and Shining Pearl. Let me introduce him. He is the patron saint of podcasting. He is the warden, Matt Ritter, and he is my very good friend from the Smack and Raw Podcast, as I as I just said, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Matt, how are you doing today, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm here to excited to talk some Pokemon. You know, I know we're both avid wrestling fans, but we do also share a fandom for the Pokemon world. And whenever there's a new Pokemon game coming out, it always gives me an excuse to use my Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still play in Sword and Shield, dicking around doing shit, so stop playing around i think i just beat the main like the main story campaign i dicked around a little bit i didn't do any of like the extra dlc stuff because i didn't want to pay money for the dlc i was just like no i'll eventually get around to it and then i never got around to it (laughs) they released new reggies new versions of moltres articuno zapdos are fucking dope like there's so much in the crown tundra you got kubfu and then urshifu both versions are like what are you doing with your life well i just haven't really had much of a chance to play that many video games which is ironic how we're going to be doing a podcast talking about a video game we're hoping to be able to play i'll um, be able to play it well you'll be able to play it obviously and you're the you're the father you're you're the father you actually have a child to take care of and yet i'm the one that has difficulty finding time to play a video game uh funny how that works funny how that yeah, works weird uh, before we get started, I want to go ahead and remind everyone to go ahead and like, uh, subscribe, share, give a good rating. Just view this podcast wherever you consume all your audio podcasts. We're available just about everywhere using the link tree slash SES Vince. Um, so this has been a game, Matt, that I feel like mm-hmm. everyone has been talking about for like ever, ever since like Soul, uh, Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Then you had Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. All the remakes are t- for the past generations come out. Uh, Fire Left and Fire Red and uh, Leaf Green as well. You had all those remakes of the past generations. It just kind of seemed like a foregone conclusion that Diamond and Pearl were going to get their own remakes. It was just a matter of when, not if. And this, they finally got gave them. They finally gave us this game and. Me personally, I'm excited because I've never played through the Sinnoh region. I've never played through Gen 4. I, I think I, I stopped at, jo- at uh, not, not Jodo. I stopped at Hoenn, but I never actually played through this, the region. I just watched the anime. I, and then I just, my fandom for Pokemon just kind of slowly faded away. And they came back in um, the Catalyst region with Gen 6 then fully got fleshed out with the Alola region, which is one of my favorite regions. And then obviously with Galar and then just Pokemon Go and everything. Like it's re what what's the word I'm looking for? Re uh rejuvenated. Ignited. Reignited my love and passion for the Pokemon universe and just the fandom itself. What about you, Matt? Did you ever play through the the Sinnoh region? Yeah, I played every game. Um, I never stopped playing. I look forward to every game I've played. I mean, even the remakes. I, I did Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Mm-hmm. I did uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Um, gold and Silver, Heart Gold and Silver. Like, I bought every iteration of this game that's come out. I did play through Gen 4. I don't remember a whole lot about... Right. Like, I remember the characters, but the story I don't really remember from Gen 4 off the top of my head which is actually cool because now i'll go through and play this game and it'll kind of remind me oh yeah if they keep the same story i'm hoping that they do something different or add more to it Uh, i am gonna disagree with you on uh my favorite region it is definitely definitely not fucking pokemon hawaii i was not (laughs) i was not feeling that Uh, you didn't like alola you didn't like alola i didn't like the non-traditional gyms like my whole thing is I like the base gameplay where you go and you travel okay. gyms and you face gym leaders. And I didn't like the trials. I wasn't a big fan of the totem Pokemon thing. Like 
it, mm-hmm. it was something new. It was cool, but it, it's not what I want to do in my Pokemon game. So that's fair. That no, that's that's fair. I understand that. I meant for myself, it's one of my favorite regions. Just the region yeah. itself. I will agree on the fact that I wish there was the more traditional gym leaders and then Pokemon League, the the League Four, all that stuff. Like I wish it had that standard Pokemon formula, but the region itself the Pokemon that they gave us in that region and just introducing this whole like regional variant formula that has not been carried over from Galar. And then the other Pokemon game that we're going to be getting this calendar year and um, legends, uh, Pokemon legends, Arceus, which that should be interested in uh, interesting as well. I agree Uh, with you. And I, I do love that fact. Um, And I'm hoping we see some of that in this game. Like, like I said, I want to see new things. I don't want it mm-hmm. to be a straight up remake. When you're ready to talk about it, we'll talk about it. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. again, I'm hoping we see Sinnoh region variants or, you know, maybe some mega evolutions that we haven't seen before yeah. that are Sinnoh specific, bringing in some of the stuff from the games that we've had and building on what Diamond and Pearl was. I don't want necessarily a straight up Diamond and Pearl remake with slightly better graphics and we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah and I, I knew exactly i know exactly where you're going with that i we're gonna get to that pet peeve right now uh i unfortunately do feel like it's gonna be almost a carbon copy of the Sinnoh region because if you look at fire red leaf green it's basically the same game from fire fire um pokemon red and blue with some sw- slight tweaks and alterations there same mm-hmm. thing can be said for Heart Cold Soul Silver. There's been there's some tweaks, there's some changes, but the core story, the core gameplay is very similar. Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire is where it changed the game, where they uh, also incorporated Mega Evolutions in there as well, given what they had did with Kalos and Gen Six. I would hope Mega Evolutions make a return because there are a lot of Pokemon here in the Sinnoh Pokedex that have uh, Mega Evolution forms. Mm-hmm. And it would be a shame to be just kind of like shackled and restricted to not be able to have access to them. I don't think we'll see any Sinnoh forms. Well, we, ha- we have so- seen that in the Legends Arceus game where it's going to be, what, what's, what's it called? I think Hisunian forms, like yeah recent so that i think that's where you're going to get the more uh the altered forms like the regional variants i think maybe with this remake we'll be lucky if we get like mega evolutions but or dynamaxing you know what i wasn't a fan of dynamaxing man it it, it was it was kind of like uh what's the word i'm looking for It, it seemed like a very like gimmicky thing and not okay. something, not something that they're ever gonna re like re uh, reintroduce or reopen and talk about once again. Like M- Mega Evolution, I feel like that has legs to keep being expanded upon. Regional variants has legs to be expanded upon. I think like the Z moves from Alola and the G- G- Gigantamax forms, those are gonna be like very gimmicky and s- s- uh, region specific. Because we haven't seen Z moves return since Alola, and I don't think we're ever going to see Gigantamax other than in Galar. But that's just my my opinion. See, I don't know why, because I feel like both of those things are things that the Pokemon company could make, like event-exclusive mm-hmm. parts of the game. Kind of like you get, you know, event... Like, that is one thing I kind of wish that we had the capability of doing, and maybe in the future we will. What you see with Pokemon Go, where, like, they have a certain time of the year events and things that go on yes. with with the raid dens that you have in sword and shield and the gigantamaxing like you can release a version of a gigantamax pokemon that you can only get during this time if you go and you do the raid dens right or you know maybe uh you have to go do something to go get a specific z crystal to do a z move for mm-hmm. a certain type like it's something that they could incorporate to make you know the gameplay to encourage people to play the game even after like they beat the main story right. like it gives you reason to go back it gives you replayability if you know these events are coming up and these are things i can go do so yeah we'll see okay 
we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know if we'll get that in the remake of a, a past generation game, but maybe in the Gen 9, maybe we could see something. So let me talk about that real quick. Go ahead. Here's Unpack it, man. I, Unpack it. I, I love remakes and everything, but I feel like we have the first technical, like, RPG Pokemon game on a console. Like, not straight up a handheld, something that you can hook to your TV mm-hmm. on the Switch, right? Right. And again, we'll talk about it here in a second, but they didn't really upgrade the game to the level that it was at for Sword and Shield as far as graphic capabilities in the in-game play. So if this is the level that we're at, I don't understand why you don't re-release Fire Red and Leaf Green, Soul Silver, Heart Gold, and then diamond and pearl brilliant diamond shining pearl or whatever it is right um with these versions of the graphics so they're playable on the switch or release one game that encompasses you know all four regions you know where you go boom 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 Mm -hmm. through all four like that would be something i'd be much more interested in than a straight up remake i also own all the pokemon so like really at this point other than playing and remembering the game, which would be fun, it's mm-hmm. collecting shinies. And if it's a limited Pokedex mm-hmm. to just Sinnoh Pokemon, which you sent me the, the Sinnoh decks, and I don't think that's going to be the full decks that is available, but yeah, those are uh, just the Pokemon in Sinnoh. Um, there's not a whole, like, I can get my shiny starters that I can't get right now. <laughs> Like I can right. breed and hatch eggs and do that shit. And I need that mechanic to carry over exactly. with what they did with the ditto and everything okay. like that needs to carry over to this game. So okay. those things I need to see. All right. So again, well, you said you don't, well, we're going to unpack it a little bit more, but I want to go, go back to the original diamond and pro. Um, you said you played through every single generation of Pokemon. What were your yeah. thoughts and first initial impressions or what are your memories of that region? And and then afterwards, do you remember what team you used? I do not remember what team I used. Um, and again, that's because I, if I remember correctly, like with Diamond and Pearl, you had carryover from previous generations. Like, again, with Alola and, you know, the most recent game, Galar, like there are, I think more so Galar, there's a specific section of Pokemon that you can get. You can't get all the Pokemon on that game. Like, no, there is a specific Dex. There isn't a world Dex. All the other games have a world Dex. So you can get all of your Pokemon from previous games here if you have that capability and whatever. So I don't specifically remember what team I used. I don't think it was all Alola Pokemon, or I'm sorry, Sinnoh Pokemon. And I don't, like I said, I don't really remember the gameplay. Like, I, I vaguely remember, because it's okay. time and space, something about, like, a rocket ship or space <laughs> or, yeah, like, going. Team Galactic. Yeah, Team Galactic. And, like, going to, like, they were going to launch a rocket into space or, like, trying to stop a missile from being launched or something like that. But, like, <laughs> right. very vague. And the thing is, when you play from Kanto all the way up to Galar, like, some of that middle stuff, black and white, you know, Unova, Kalo, Sinnoh, that all kind of blends in a little bit. Yeah, right. understandable. Know? I think other than like just recency, like bias, like or like just having like the recent games being being fond in our memories, and then obviously the Johto, like Hoenn, and even Kanto, like those are the first three Pokemon games, so you remember those a little bit more. I think it's kind of hard, to, you know. Some some of these games do kind of get lost in the shuffle and just kind of get blended in together. But yeah, uh, no, so like you said, you've got Kanto and Johto, which are you know Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and then Hoenn, which was the first one on the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. So like those stick out for those reasons because there was a big jump graphically mm-hmm. from like you went from black and white to color, and then from color to Game Boy Advance, which was a huge jump as far as like. Yeah, what you're looking at on a Game Boy screen and quality. Um, and then same thing with Kalos. Like Kalos came out for the 3DS. Like, yeah. And I remember that just that was... graphic wise and like running around doing stuff, like that was really fucking cool. Like you got the rollerblade around and shit. And... Yeah, that's uh those graphics really 
like Kalos in general, just is the reason why I kind of got back into Pokemon. It was, mm-hmm. it just made me interested. And I, it helped too that I was working at GameStop at the time. So I had asked, I went ahead and got myself a, a 3DS XL, like with like the old NES like version of it. And I'm like, I, I'll just get the newest version of the Pokemon game and that play through Kalos. And I just fucking love the Pokemon. It, it also helps to have a good Pokedex and a good like, introduction of new pokemon so i have to ask you this uh one do you have pokemon bank or pokemon home uh no you don't have pokemon home i don't think i i think i tried to download it but I, like i never got around to like uh actually like dicking around with it and getting my pokemon in there interesting because like you can take your shit from go and if it's compatible you can move it over to your switch yes. and play it in the games and all that <laughs> uh, but you can't trade it the other way so like you can't yeah. fill out your go pokedex but i literally have almost every form every single pokemon from every generation in home right now i have i have finally completed that pokedex cultivated it nice blah, blah, blah. but the reason i was asking was i don't know if you know this but right now you can go to gamestop and pick up a code for shiny zycan and then i believe yes uh on the ninth or the 12th so next friday it's uh shiny zamenta so yeah. if you want to cop those shiny legendaries you got to go out and get those codes and enter them in on your shit mm-hmm. i already got zycan i'm waiting for the 12th to go get uh zezamenta or yeah whatever. um my cousin hit me up about that and he let me know and i've been meaning to do that and it's always like i it's, it always just like goes away from the back of my head it's it's not on my priority list like i i feel like if i drive past a game style my like, oh wait i think we'll try to check to see if they have a code um but but yeah man Let's go back to the uh, to the remix. Uh, early impressions of the remix so far. So I didn't watch the latest trailer that came out. Um, the gameplay looks fine. The gameplay looks great as far as being on the 3DS and like what you get in gameplay for Gallery. You mean on the Switch? Or on the Switch uh, with, with the battles. Like the battle. Yes. That all looks fine. I wasn't a huge fan of taking a step back as far as the graphics for actually like the mechanics of the game running around. Mm-hmm visiting shit going places you've got the smaller sprites still look better than you know what you're gonna get in unova or the original Sinnoh game but mm-hmm. i didn't love that personally uh it's kind of grown on me a little more as i've kind of watched some of the gameplay and gone yeah. through it but yeah so that's the reason why i want to talk to you about that because i was going to ask you what you like and what you don't like about the game and when we saw the graphics initially you're like why are they taking a step back down and at this point we hadn't seen like gameplay of the actual battles and we only saw like game like footage of like the characters and the just walking around and it just seemed like it was like an updated version of like the old model of how it used to be and i still maintain that point yeah i think you're you're saying that you kind of wish like the graphics from short and sword and shield would be implemented into the remake of Diamond and Diamond and Pearl, correct? Exactly. Like, you can use the same buildings, designs, and everything, but you need to upgrade them to look like what, like, if you're going to port this to the Switch and you've given me a Switch game, then every game after this, I expect to look like what I got for the Switch. So mm-hmm. if you're going to remake this game, remake it, but really fucking go balls out and remake it. Like, right. give me, I want to run around and experience Sinnoh the way I ran around and experienced Galar. And that really would have put this game over for me mm-hmm. as far as my excitement level. I'm still excited. I don't hate it, but mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not happy about it. Right. I know they could do better, and it almost kind of feels like a half-ass effort, mm-hmm. in my opinion, to do it this way. You know, you, I think the, the thing that was a detriment to it was the previous, like, remakes. You look at Fire Red and Leaf Green. And they're basically Ruby and Sapphire engine, like, but with the the original red and blue gameplay, you know, like that's the exact gameplay of red and blue, but with the graphics of Ruby and Sapphire, then you move that over to soul silver and heart gold. And the graphics again, take a step up. It's much better than what crystal gold and silver was and it's more on par with um uh i think i think at that point it was a diamond and pearl 
that was the comparison and they uh, introduced something new in in heart gold and soul silver which was your your first pokemon in your party would walk around with you which was a new feature and a feature that i, I wish they continued to implement in future pokemon games i don't understand oh. if you had played the dlc you would have a pokemon walking around with you i saw on, I, saw, I saw but i also island. saw that they they that they lag behind you a little bit too much uh depending on the size of the pokemon and how fast it is so they generate the pokemon speed based mm-hmm. on the pokemon so if you've got kyogre with you mm-hmm. and he's fucking huge and slow and you're on a bike riding away yeah he's gonna lag behind you right because it's a big ass fucking fish floating in the air <laughs> but uh or smaller pokemon with shorter legs but normal size pokemon keep up fairly well but also if you're on a bike like unless it's a fast pokemon like it, it's not gonna right. be up there with you so i mean if you look at a uh, let's go eevee and let's go pikachu like that's a perfect example of how pokemon walking traveling with you should be implemented but and that's my point is let's go pikachu and let's go eevee was kind of like your your nintendo switch port of red and blue or yellow if you want to go with yellow Mm -hmm. um it was it was the kanto region they did completely different mechanics for the game right as far as catching pokemon and it was more like pokemon go correct yeah there, there wasn't really any like you didn't battle wild Pokemon. Like you caught them like you would uh, mm-hmm. in Pokemon Go, where you're throwing balls and doing stuff to try and catch them. But it still had the graphical upgrade of being on the Switch. I wouldn't say it was as good as Galar, but I mean it was it was pretty close. Like right. it was a step up from what we got in uh, Alola. So like that's what I'm saying. All right, so you get Leaf Red and or Fire Red and Leaf Green. Mm-hmm. And it's on par graphically with the most recent new port of the game, which yes. is Ruby and Sapphire. Yes. You get Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which is graphically the same as Diamond and Pearl, which was the most recent version at that mm-hmm. time. So why the fuck is and then Shining Diamond and Brilliant Pearl or Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl not the <laughs> same as the most recent port of the game? And the bigger factor here is Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire that is the big like you have zero excuse because they not only are doing a remake trying to be as authentic to the original story but they implemented new stuff as well then the graphics are different then that that's that's the thing they're on par with with um with the gallery region with gen 6 and with you know with pokemon x and y and that's that i guess that's the issue here and i understand where you're coming from me personally i feel like i'm not as what's the word critical of the developers of this game because i've never played through gen 4 so i kind of relish and look forward to the fact that i'll be able to play through this game like if i was playing through it on my uh, game boy advance you know yeah so there's that aspect. But as if I was someone that had already played through this region, I do also see your whole take about how you'd like to change. How would you like it to be graphically on par with the latest version of the game? And then that was my next question. Was like, what would you change? And I guess that's what you change, correct? Or is there uh, anything I else cha- you change? I change that. And I, I have to wait to see what the game offers. I, I don't know much about what this game is going to do. I, I honestly, I haven't done much research because I don't, I didn't want to be disappointed, mm-hmm. but I also didn't want to spoil myself on something that I may play and find cool. But um, like I said, I, I kind of wish or hope that we see the return of some things from other games. Like uh, for example, You've got the primal forms of Kyogre and Groundoon from Omega, uh, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. Or, yes. Yeah. Um, you, you don't get those orbs in Sword or Shield, so you can't use those versions of Kyogre mm-hmm. or Groundoon in the game. So, like, mm-hmm. that kind of sucked because those were really cool. So, again, uh, definitely, if we're not going to get Gigantamaxing and we're not going to get Z-moves, definitely uh, Mega Evolutions. I want to see that in this game. Yes. Like that should be here needs to be here um i hope that they don't limit the pokedex and it's at least everything i'd like everything to be available but at least everything up to gen 4 i suppose 
Because right. now, basically, what they're telling us is all of these regions exist around the world, mm-hmm. and technically, theoretically, you could get every Pokemon around the world, and these are just regions that this is specific to that region. So there shouldn't be an issue with a remake game mm-hmm. having Pokemon available from future games because they're just in another part of the world. And if I can get Pokemon from Kanto, I should be able to get Pokemon from Galar, but neither here nor there. We'll, we'll yeah. see what they do. You're at opening a can of worm, uh, worms right there, like it's a whole pandora's box of, of things yeah. um i feel like the pokedex will be limited at least initially i think after you beat the main game the main story you might unlock the national decks which will allow you to get you other pokemon that aren't available to you before and uh, i that's what we're going to talk about next is we're going to be talking about our ideal team of six and that's been the a very popular like YouTube video category that I've seen ever since I've returned to my Pokemon fandom is leading up to a new game. And this, this was prevalent with Alola and with Galar, you know, the new Pokemon are being released. Am I okay? What's your team of six? Or who would you like to use? Yada, yada, etc. So just like my, uh, my good friend here, Matt and I did on our previous Pokemon podcast on the straight talk podcast, where we, took wrestlers and made them into gym leaders we're gonna build our team here but individually for us and we're gonna start with our starters matt and i'll let you start things off first and if you guys haven't watched that wrestlers as pokemon gym leaders podcast i encourage you to do so it's a very fun time and i think you might have given up a, a secret or insight as to who your starter will be because if i'm not mistaken you pick the fire starter every single time correct uh i do and i don't so um i will pick the fire starter every single time on one game um mm-hmm. i like to run the game all three starters so generally what i will do because i'm getting both games is i'll grab it's a lot easier now with pokemon home and i'm assuming that's going to be integrated where i can transfer pokemon from pokemon home over here so mm-hmm. that makes it easier where as before what i would do is when you had pokemon bank or whatever I would start a game. I would get a starter. I get to a point to where I could trade it. I catch a couple Pokemon and then I trade the starter over to a different game. Mm-hmm. And then I'd start the game up again and get that last starter. And that way one game has all three starters and I can run all three <laughs> starters in the game. Um, so you want to Ash catch him this motherfucker and have like three starters? Absolutely. Like- because I don't like the fact that I can't catch the starters anywhere else, but at the beginning of the game, like fuck you. Right. In the anime, they're out everywhere. So like I do that, but. I always do start one game with the fire starter. Uh, fire starters are my favorite. So in this case, it'll be Chimchar. Uh, mm-hmm. I will definitely be kicking off the game with. As far as Torterra or Piplup for the other game, that I'm not 100% sure on because I'm not really a fan. Like Piplup is adorable, but Empoleon, trash. I'm not a huge fan of. And same thing, like I don't really love Torterra. Uh, yeah, Torterra. So it's rough but okay i mean my okay. whole goal is to get them all shiny anyway and those mm-hmm. are three that i don't have every evolution of the shiny i don't gotcha. actually have any shiny piplup or chimchar so really i be- i uh i actually have a few uh wait no never mind never mind i'm thinking of Oshawott. i was like oh i think i have a few yeah, no, shiny i got pip- Oshawott. Yeah. I, got, I got a few shiny Oshawats. uh okay so i'm gonna shackle you a little bit only one if you're only allowed to have one oh, starter chimchar yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be Chimchar, Chimchar and you're gonna yeah. eventually evolve it into Infernape. Okay, cool. Yep. I think like as much as Infernape is cool, there's just something about Torterra that I like. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the combination, like just the design. I I just think he's very cool. You and, got some of that like leftover bias from watching Detective Pikachu, where they had the giant Torterra gardens and. <laughs> No, no, no. It's not that. I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, between all the be, between all the like uh, the types, it's usually I'm going with a water type or I'm going with a grass type, and it's not by design. I don't purposely do so. It just it just happens that way. So, for instance, with Kanto, I went with Squirtle and Blastoise, and Blastoise was my first start. Uh, but my very first starter was a cynical into Typhlosion, that was my very first starter ever. Yes. I will tell you this. Uh, I, I am will always be a Charizard guy. I will fight Charizard over Blastoise or uh, oh, yeah. Bubbles or any day. But 
Gen 2 is one of the few exceptions where when I replayed the remake, mm-hmm. I went with Furligator because I felt like Totodile and Furligator, even though I don't like the way they spelled Furligator, was a much cooler design really? than Cyndaquil was. Or okay. I, I can't stand Chikorita. Like that. Yeah, Chikorita gets no love, man. No. Trash. Uh, Meganium's trash. Then uh, with Gen 4, I go with Mudkip. For whatever reason, I just I, I like Swampert. And then I again never played through Gen 4, never played through Gen 5. Gen 6, I went with uh Greninja. Gen 7, I went with uh Rowlet into Decidueye because I thought it was kind of cool. It, you know, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I like owls in general. And then mm-hmm. it just it all fit. And then with Galar, I'm it, uh Rillaboom is the, the fully evolved grass grass starter. That's who I went with. Uh, in, even though Cinderace was very fucking cool. Cinderace. Actually, I prefer Sobble. I prefer Inteleon. I, I really? don't like the... He, yes, you know why? Why? Because when you G-Max that motherfucker, he has a snipe shot. He goes up <laughs> on a fucking pillar of water and snipes motherfuckers. I, I wasn't a fan of Cinderace. Like, it didn't really... Like, the whole soccer thing didn't really do it for me. I didn't really like the design of Cinderace mm-hmm. and Rillaboom, like, yeah, it's a gorilla, but he's playing drums, and that was just cheesy to me. Like, I wasn't <laughs> feeling it. I don't no. want a Pokemon playing instruments while I'm trying to battle with them. Like, right. I actually prefer Sobble there. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, go, going back to my thing, uh, as you can see, there's there's a theme here. I've always, for whatever reason, it's either the grass or the water starter that I end up going with. I think, uh, and Johto is the only exception to where I've gone with a fire. T- uh, fire type and syndical typhlosion so as much as infernape seems cool he seems kind of like the like the most popular option and i never played through the games like i just said but apparently there was an issue with the original uh diamond and pro pokedex where the only fire pokemon available was rapidash and infernape so i feel like a lot of people were actually picking infernape so i don't want to pick infernape so i kind of want to go with torture so I want to go with Torterra. So that's who I want to go with. And you know, Torterras are cool, man. You know, Turtle Hermit School, you know, with Dragon Ball Z. You know, there's, there's a lot of connections there. Um, so r- real quick, I want to do this. So I, like I said, Kanto for me, Charizard. Yes. Um, and this is just after like, so I always start fire, to be clear. Mm-hmm. I Every game I start with the fire type and then I kind of figure out what I like better. Uh, Johto, Furligator is my actual okay. favorite starter out of there. Um it's going to be Sceptile for Hoenn, actually. I think that is, like, Sceptile's I like Blaziken. Very cool. Yeah. And I like what they did with Blaziken, because you got that special version of Blaziken that, you know, Mega, or, yeah, Mega Evolves. Yeah, yeah Mega Blaziken. Yeah. But I, I really like Sceptile. Um, and then after that, it's Infernape, because, again, everything's trash. Uh, <laughs> Tepig, for sure. Uh, uh. Dude, he looks like we're wrestling fans. He grows up to look like a fucking wrestler. Like he, he's basically Bam Bam Bigelow. Like Bam Bam Piccolo. That's what the fuck you got. <laughs> Bam Bam Piccolo. Okay. Um, and then I'm with you. I prefer Greninja, mm-hmm. but uh, Del Fox has actually grown on me just as kind of like after kind of you know my wife getting me into harry potter and everything like it's a fucking fox that has a fucking wand and cast fire spells like it's a fucking witch fox like i like fennekin and i like break uh, breaks but i don't like del fox like that i just i just can't get behind del fox i don't like what they did with it um i don't know i'm just not the biggest fan of like like uh like a pokemon like i had the same issue with Lydon going into infernape uh, and I'm uh, uh, I just don't like when you start as a on, 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 four, on like a four legged Pokemon and then it stands up on two legs. That's weird, but okay. I mean, I don't know if you believe in evolution, we kind of started out that way <laughs> and they're I evolving. May, I so. may or may not, I mean, but fair point, fair point. No, Matt. Fair. I, I was all about Litten because again, it evolves into a fucking pro wrestler Pokemon that knows dark, dark, darkest lariat and. Its Z move was in a mm-hmm. fucking wrestling ring. So yeah, like, there's Incineroar. No Incineroar is yeah. I, I like Incineroar more than I than I like. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Tepix evolution. Embor. Embor. 
Jesus, that's how that's how look. Gen five is the one generation where I feel like that I might not even play. I'm not interested in playing. I am. I am. I'm not even going to deny the fact that I hate Gen five. But Matt, what other Pokemon? Again, I'm gonna restrict you here. You can't use yeah, the other starters. I know. What, so we, what fills out got, your team? We got Infernape. Um, I'm gonna go with Garchomp. Okay, that's a fair point. Uh, that, um, that's a fair Pokemon. I don't love Garchomp's shiny, but it, it looks like a fucking dragon shark, and that's pretty fucking cool. So, mm-hmm. um, now are we going off everything that we saw available? Uh, on that list you sent me because there is stuff at the bottom that says list of pokemon currently known but not known if in Sinnoh decks which i'm assuming means pokemon that they know are going to be in the game mm-hmm. but may be national decks yeah so uh so are we going to exclude those yeah let's exclude those for now okay so if we're going to do that uh are we excluding legendaries as well if you want to if you want to be one of those people that use legendaries mm-hmm. then by all means do, i always man. i always do um and it'll be dialga uh if okay i mean obviously depending on the game but for i forgot to ask i prefer Uh, i forgot to ask are are, is there a version specific that you're going to play it initially uh i'll probably play them both kind of simultaneously i what i did with sword and shield is Mm -hmm. i played to like the first gym on one and then i played the other one to the first gym and then i just kind of did that and gotcha figured out what i liked and kind of went that way so okay i'm probably gonna do that this way but i do prefer dialga to uh uh okay yeah same um with that being said uh so we got dialga garchomp and infernape Mm -hmm. Uh, um oh uh, lucario 100 going lucario um i think i'm gonna run with See, I feel like I need a water type. Uh, you wanna you wanna hold off while I give list off some of my Pokemon, and then you can like think that over a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well we'll recap everything for everyone once we're done. So I have four locks, or three locks for sure. So I'm going with Torterra. That's my starter. Obviously, I like to always use electric types. They're just one of my favorite typings, and I just love the design of Electrovire so much i already like the like the bus as is and it gives me an excuse to use this this pokemon i don't know if i'll like how hard it'll be to be to be attainable like well, well you they... have to strike that from your list because that is on the list of pokemon that are not in the Sinnoh decks currently okay well then we're including that that list too then well, <laughs> so that... fuck... all right well then i got my next two so we're good Okay, okay, perfect. So I'm going to go with Torterra, Electrovire, and uh, I'm going to go with Lopunny. Uh, just something about the design. Obviously, like, I like Lola Bunny. I, I don't know, man. You fucking perv. <laughs> that might be just I, like... I've, I've seen those fan edits a lot, Bunny, online. And, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. that. This is why I was hesitant to, like, admit that I would want to use a Lopunny in my team. Because of the fan arts out there. Yeah, yeah, no, I, now I'm curious to see what's in your Pornhub search. Um, <laughs> um, Lucario as well. I've never used a Lucario. Uh, no, lie, lie. I used a Lucario in X and Y, but I would love to use Lucario again. He's just like such a cool Pokemon, and the Aura mm-hmm. Sphere is basically a Kamehameha wave. It's essentially a Kamehameha wave. Kamehameha wave. So for that reason, and I think if I'm not mistaken... You actually get gifted a Lucario. Okay. So that would be easy there. And then again, Lopunny may be in the may be in the team, may not be, depending on who actually is available. But I need a water type, and I'm gonna go with my Lodic because I never played through Gen 3 like that. And yeah. usually, like usually with my teams is I always go back and use a Pokemon from a previous generation. So I have like majority, at least four, six of the team consisting of new Pokemon or new evolutions of previous Pokemon that is introduced in this game incorporated with past Pokemon as well. So I want my Lodic because I want a water Pokemon and I'd be damned if I'm going to try to get a fucking Napoleon because I don't like Napoleon. And I went through that fucking list left and right and i just couldn't find anyone i don't know how 
difficult it'll be to actually attain sea bass and then get a milotic. But okay, so the way it worked originally in the game mm-hmm. is they had uh I believe I think this was the one where like they had uh it, it's berries i think or like you made something with berries and you had to feed that to the pokemon to up its beauty and they had beauty contests and shit that you had to go through mm-hmm. and to evolve your phoebus you had to get its beauty up to a certain point for it to evolve into yeah. a melotic so I'm yeah curious if, now that i'm thinking about that i'm curious if that comes back yeah i um, think that it is going to come back that might just jeopardize but fuck there's always gyarados no, uh, like I like Gyarados, but I used the red Gyarados so many times that I just kind of like don't want to use Gyarados anymore. Uh, my backup water type would probably be Gastrodon, just because okay. it's a really good typing of like ground and water. Even though I already have the ground typing covered in Torterra, but still. And uh, my last Pokemon would be uh, Glalie because it's a fucking ice skull with spikes. It looks fucking cool, and I never used it in Gen Three. So why the fuck wouldn't I use it? Um, the one Pokemon I would want to use, but I can't use because of my typing, because it's redundant, is Leafeon. I love the evolutions. They're some of my favorite Pokemon. And as much as I would like to use a Leafeon, there's no point in using the Leafeon when I already have a Torterra. You know? So I don't care about redundancy. So um, for me, Infernate. Okay. Garchomp. Uh, Lucario, I'm actually going to switch to Palkia just for that water type reason, mm-hmm. because Palkia is a, a water, dragon dragon. water type as mm-hmm. for steel. Uh, Rhyperior. Okay. Will be my fifth. And then my final is because it's at the very top of the list and it's one of my favorite Pokemon overall. And I finally got a shiny version of Houndour in Pokemon mm-hmm. Go that I transferred to Pokemon Home that I can't use in Sword and Shield because <laughs> it's not available. So right. I will be rocking with my shiny Houndor oh, as okay. soon as I can. Uh, <laughs> dual fire type, I don't care. Because she got dark. Wait, Houndor or Houndoom? Well, it'll be Houndoom when I evolve it, but I, I'm trading it as Houndor because I have okay. to. Got it. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but when I go into the, the Elite Four, it'll be Houndoom. Okay. So Infernape, Houndoom, Palkia, Rhyperior, Garchomp, and Lucario. Okay. All right. So. Torterra. Uh, you know what? Yeah, Torterra, Electivire, for sure. What else did I say? Lucario, Glalie. So those are the locks. Those are the locks. Electivire, Torterra, Glalie, and Lucario. Lopunny is going to be in there initially just because I feel like you can, y'all be able to f- attain it early on in the game. Feebas. If it's going to be a bitch to get a Milotic, I'm not going to fucking do it. Gastrodon is my backup. But I may also use a Garchomp. I don't know. I I just have the three locks, Matt. I just have the three locks. I try to like make this list, but this is harder than I, and I thought it would be. So I like the Vire, Lucario, Torterra, Glalie are locks, and then I have two open slots. With all the Pokemon I listed, uh, Star Raptor is also an option as well because it's such a cool Pokemon. I nine times out of ten, I usually use the the regional bird Pokemon that they have to yeah. start things off to fly and do all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. If Houndor and Rhyperior are not available until after I beat the game, uh, my backups would be Luxray. Okay, because Luxray really... looks dope as shit. Yes, and uh, Rampardos because I do like rocking with one of what I consider the cooler versions of the fossil Pokemon that you can get. Okay. So nice. Okay. That's fair. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, another one that I was considering is uh Weavile because I, li- I like Sneasel so much and I like that they finally got an evolution. And then um, what's uh, I'm trying to blank on the name. It's the uh, dust noir just because I like dust, yeah. uh, dust, dust skull, then dust collapse and then dust noir was introduced in gen 4 so again it's going to really depend on what pokemon are available to me pre elite 4 because if it like obviously one pokemon that will that would want to use is uh you know if if the pokemon's just not available to me early on then i 
just, I just can't fucking use it on my team. You know, Metacham's actually a good choice too because it is that psychic fighting dual type. Yes. Uh, I, no. If I if I wanted like a psychic fighting, I think I'd go with Gla- uh, Galate. I think I'd go with Galate. I try to find the Ralts the Ralts early on, and then make sure it's a male, and then evolve into Galate. Well, yeah. that's again possibly post elite four. Well, so. we'll see. We'll see what's available to us. Uh, mm-hmm. One final thing, I almost forgot to mention this. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this or not, but HMs and TMs will be returning, but you don't actually have to incorporate an HM move into your Pokemon. What they'll be doing is that there'll be wild Pokemon that can do that HM ability for you so you can get with the game. So you don't actually have to have like an HM slave or like a Pokemon that takes up a move slot that way. So that's an interesting dynamic that I do like because what Sun and and Moon did and then later on uh, Galar did where you don't necessarily need to give your pokemon surf rock line fly makes it so much easier for you to just these are just the pokemon i want to use forget if i need to get around and use whirlpool or some random ass fucking ability you know yeah no i'm with you on that um and i mean even in uh like you uh, did you say galar galar yeah galar had that i think they had like uh they had the taxi service to get you around yes um your bike would ride on water so you didn't need to use surf Mm -hmm. so a lot of great a lot of great things that have been incorporated okay so so we'll see uh but yeah man uh anything else you want to touch upon on on the games they're they're coming out or did we cover everything that was on your mind i think we pretty much covered everything that was on my mind other than our overall you know temperature excitement level yeah yeah star let's, rating grade let's uh let's check your temperature man if you had to give or you know what let's uh rank this on the scale of one to ten how how hot or cold are you for these games for now i'm gonna give it a six um okay i'm not really excited i'm not nearly as excited as i am for uh legends arceus um but i'm excited enough that i pre-ordered both games mm-hmm. and i'm looking forward to getting in and playing and seeing what they have to offer so okay i'm gonna keep my expectations low because there's a lot of stuff i'd like to see that i probably won't see mm-hmm. and then hopefully it exceeds my expectations and when we come back and talk about it and see how things are going um i are you getting both games uh so i will be getting one version and then my brother will be getting the other that's usually okay, how so. we that's usually how we do it is we pick which version we want and then like for instance uh we did this with uh leaf green and fire red i for whatever reason wanted to play leaf green and he wanted to play fire red but he wanted say what because he's a smart man <laughs> but he wanted to have a growl uh, he wanted to have a vulpix and i want to have a growl because i want to have an arcanine on my team and he wanted to have a nine tails on his team but they were version exclusives of the opposite game. So we just ended up trading. Right. So we always do that to make sure we cover our bases. So like if there's a version exclusive on one, one game or the other, that's usually what we do. I'm going to go with diamond. He's going to end up getting pearl. Okay. And uh, we'll just go from there. And well, the reason I asked is when we were talking a while back about sword and shield, you were talking about possibly both of us doing a, a nuzlocke. And I was going to say, if you got both games, would you want to do that on one game and then just play a normal game on the other? Um, oh, yeah. I, I don't want to lock you into a Nuzlocke on the one version that you've got when well, you haven't played it before. Well, see, here's the here's the great thing about the Nintendo Switch is that if you go out, maybe you don't know this or, or maybe you do, is if you go into a different profile, yeah, it's a different file so i'll just make a new profile and i'll have the nuzlocke profile and stuff and then we can do a nuzlocke there because okay. nuzlocke's are always fun you know always. i use my i use my wife's profile to go back and get because you have to evolve cub foo mm-hmm. so i had i had both versions of urshifu mm-hmm. but i couldn't have a cub foo because i had to evolve them both so i used <laughs> hers played up far enough to get the cub foo mm-hmm. and then transferred the cub foo over so i have literally every version every evolution of every pokemon nice nice you have a method to your madness when it comes to these games there is <laughs> i gotta catch them all that that's my whole thing 
Oh, so, so you're actually trying to live the gimmick? Is you actually yeah. trying to catch every single one of them? Exactly, every including shinies. Yep. And so right now, shinies for me, I'm sticking to unless I get something in Pokemon Go. I'm mostly sticking to starters and legendaries, mm-hmm. trying to knock those off. And I've been slacking on doing those fucking raids. Uh, the raids for the legend, the shiny legendaries, because. I feel like the rate wasn't what they promised it was going to be. And I was mm-hmm. doing them and doing them. I wasn't getting shit. And it was pissing me off. And I, I traded a bunch of shit to grab some shiny legendaries while I had the chance on Pokemon home. So I, I, I cop some. Yeah. From other places, but uh, running around hatching eggs to get like, I just got another, I've got two of the three versions of fucking uh, Grokey. So I've got okay. shiny uh, Rillaboom and then the second evolution. Okay. So I still need another one of that. Now I'm working on the last one of Sobble. So, okay, it's a fucking grind. It's a grind. Uh, but I will say Alola was probably one of the easier games to get shinies because of like the swarms where you can get like four Pokemon at once, and then you just kind of had to keep that that whole train going, and it was easy. But yeah, uh, we'll see, man. Well, good luck on your mission to catch every single shiny, legendary, mythical, and starter Pokemon. If anyone wants to join you on your journey to find all these shinies and collect them all, where could they find you on social media, Matt? Uh, do not hit me up on social media about getting <laughs> shinies from me because you're not getting shit. Uh, but you can follow me and check out all the cool stuff that we do over at the Smackin' Raw podcast at Matt Ritter, the Z-M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Also, Smackin' Raw pod on Twitter and Instagram. I run the Twitter vince runs the instagram we're on facebook at facebook.com slash group slash smack and raw and also if you are into other nerdy shit uh we've got creation world which covers dc universe we recently dropped an episode of dungeons after dark where we play dungeons and dragons that can all be found at creationworld.com twitter and instagram at the creation world t-h-e-c-r-e-a-t-i world and facebook.com slash creation world nice nice uh and like I like I mentioned on every single episode, you can find all my stuff on my social media. Just follow, just look me up at SES Vince or use the link tree that's on my bios on Instagram and Twitter. Link tree slash SES Vince will give you all the content where, like I said, available just about everywhere. Audio podcasts can be found. And yeah, Matt, anything else? Yeah, can we pull up your uh, Pornhub search history and see... <laughs> Where where lot funny is in there? Real it quick. is it is not over there. But with that being said, guys, I am SES Vince. This has been a Straight Talk podcast. Thank you guys again for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Let it go.